Hey, everybody. Welcome back to 9-4 Radio Office Visits. Uh, Laura's back in the office with me, and uh, we're talking about local politics. I want to become a more educated voter, and uh, I've heard Laura speak on um, Extol the Virtues of Local Politics, and Minnesota just had their primaries, if you're listening to this, uh, a day ago. Um, today is August 10th. Um, and so Laura and I wanted to, uh, something Laura's super passionate about and something I want to get better at. So it was like the perfect mix. So Laura, tell us about um, local politics from your standpoint. What's relevant right now? Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Uh, yeah, thank you for asking the question. I think a lot of people are in a spot now where maybe they just heard that the primaries happened yesterday or are wondering what even are primaries? Uh, why, why, why are we voting in August when our general elections in November? Um, what should we even be looking at in the midterms? Like if we're not voting for the president, what else is there? Uh, there's so many things. <laughs> um, if listeners don't know, I am on uh, city council here in Moorhead, Minnesota. I've been on for a year and a half now, um, and it's been really it's been a really fun process to to learn more about uh, local government and you know all the different areas of life that we touch for our residents and all the ways that you can get involved. Um, Local government is a great place to start and get get plugged in, get connected, and and find things that you are particularly passionate about or excited about. Um, it takes all kinds of people, and there's all kinds of opportunities uh, where you can get plugged in. Whether it's as a volunteer uh, to work as an election judge, or if it's someone on a commission or a board. Um, if it's just like, you know, somebody who's working on a short term project or you want to actually run for some kind of office yourself, there's a lot of ways to get involved. So let's um, let's start with like what's available. So you said that you are on the um, Moorhead City Council. Yes. Is so I've I know about park districts and park boards, school boards, um, county, I think like where like my, my hometown, we have, they have a county commission. Obviously we have state um, senators, state um, legislators. What, can you kind of give us a rundown of uh, like from bottom to top? So from your, from our neighborhood, like to our state, basically like what's available? Yeah, so every city, is a little bit different. So thinking of like Fargo-Moorhead area, Moorhead, we have a city council. Fargo has a city commission. And that's just, you know, they're, they're set up in a little bit different ways, but they basically have the same function. Um, and then both cities have a mayor. So those are places to kind of start. If you have not, if you really don't know what those people do in your city, um, just know that their meetings are public. So whether you want to look at their calendar and find out like, when is the next meeting? When can I just go sit and listen in? Uh, the public is invited and they want people to be there and listen. A lot of cities, uh, Moorhead included, we um, 
have ours streamed online. So you can go to our YouTube page and you can just watch past meetings that have happened, or you can watch the current meeting as it's happening. Um, so it's really easy to just kind of get a little glimpse into what kinds of things are even being talked about there. At the city level, it's a lot about uh, things like water and garbage and uh, snow removal, uh, street repairs, all those kinds of things that make a city run. Um, the city staff, you know, they, they talk about how if they're doing their job well, you don't notice what they're doing. So if your streets are clear, you're not thinking about that. If your garbage is taken every week, you don't have to think about that. Your water and your electricity turn on, you don't think about it. They just are things that you expect to happen um, and be reliable and be there. So those are some of the functions that, that cities do. Um, other things that you can get involved with like park board. So in Moorhead, park board is a, it's like a commission uh, where people can be appointed to it. It doesn't, they're not on the ballot for park board in Fargo. Uh, they are on the ballot. So again, just kind of a different way of doing that. And those people, they are in charge of budgeting for the parks and deciding um, what we can do to make our city a, a fun place to play and what do our green spaces look like? Um, what kind of playground equipment can we put in here? How do we make updates so that it's safe and, and fun for families to come? Um, that's a really fun one. I'm, I'm part of Moorhead's uh, Park Board right now. Um, and, you know, there's lots of dreaming that we do as far as like what what cool things could we implement uh, when we have the funding available? Um, and then there's other things like we talk a lot about our pool because our pool in Moorhead is old and we really do need to replace it at some point. So um, it's talking about what repairs can we make now to make it so that we can keep using it. And then when, when and how do we raise funds so that we can build a new one? Um, Fargo right now is in that process of dreaming of what the island park pool complex can look like. Um, and those are things that uh, the board really wants community input on. So that's one like super low key, easy way uh, to get a little bit involved in what's happening in your city is when those things are happening and when they're asking, hey, what do you want to see? Tell them. If it's a survey that they send out, um, a lot of times there's community input sessions that they'll put on, show up or fill out that survey, um, share it with your friends, talk about it with your neighbors. Um, because if there are things that you wanna see happen, you have to speak up and say so. And and from what I did, like not to interrupt, but like from what I've found is um, the anybody who's on those, commissions or boards or councils they like welcome feedback because there's just so few engaged citizens and and it's not like uh anybody's getting rich as a as a local um politician for for a full-time gig so these are people who are passionate about taking care of their you know the whether it's a city whether it's green spaces whether it's a school and how that's running um, you know, counties or whatever, like those people are 
are interested in creating um, actual sustainable improvement, right? So anybody that has input, I have found uh, it's, it is more than welcomed. Yes, absolutely. Um, and your local representatives are just an email or a phone call away. Um, some of them have social media and, and you can reach out to them there, but sending an email is probably the best way to get your voice heard with your local representatives. And you can find them, you can find their emails online. So look up your city or your county. Um, another, another level of government that's interesting is the, the county commission. So we have a Clay County Commission uh, here and, and they deal a lot with um, not just the city, but the entire county and things like social services, what's happening in the county, what are the county functions, um, you know, health services, things like that. Um, so that's another area that you can check out and, and find out what is happening there. Um, and again, their, their meetings are, um, they are streamed online so you can watch them as they happen. I think I think the county ones might even be a Facebook live. Uh, so like super easy to find and, and, and listen to and see what are they doing um, and talk to your local representatives. Um, another, another great way to get involved that I mentioned before is being on a city commission or a board or a committee. So each city has various committees that are tackling different types of projects. So example, like park board, like we talked about, that's just one area that deals with parks and rec. But in Moorhead, we have things like um, an arts, arts and culture committee. So if you're interested in being a part of making sure that the arts have a place in your city, that's a great way to get involved. And maybe if your city doesn't have one, start that committee. Committees are just volunteers um, from across the city who are working together to make things happen. Um, other things we have like our economic development board um, where we have people who are interested in the business environment of a city and making that um, a more attractive place for businesses to come to and, and be supported. Um, we have Human Rights Commission. We have uh, people who deal with our water and our solid waste. Um, maybe those are things that seem like, why would I be interested in that? But those, <laughs> we need people that are talking about that and understanding how those things work. Um, and making, if like, let's say that you have a particular interest in sustainability. Well, maybe you wanna get plugged into some of these commissions uh, to figure out ways that we can make our, our water or our waste more sustainable. How can we better incorporate recycling or um, composting, all of those types of things. We need people who are interested in these areas to volunteer their time um, and really make a difference. So I have, a, so I, I'm, slowly working my way into um, being a more active participant in parks, right? And so I do a lot of business. I, I do a lot of my coaching practices in Moorhead. I am a Fargo resident. Would it be advantageous? Like, would going to a Moorhead Park Board meeting, 
is it based on residency? Is it based on where you do business? Is it based on um, the, like the places that impact you? Uh, like if, if you were in my position, um, sh- would, is my time better spent looking into and becoming more active in the Fargo Park side or Moorhead or both? I mean, the answer is probably both, but. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, kind of yes and no. So it does matter where your business is and it matters where you're, you're re- where you are a resident. So for many of them, I believe you do need to be a resident of that city or state to be on, uh, on an f- official board. Um, but for someone like you, that is spending a lot of time in the Moorhead parks, just because you're not an official board member doesn't mean that you can't participate and be active and have a say in what's happening. So if you're somebody that's um, using those parks, uh, has an interest in what is happening there, your voice is wanted too. Cool. And it's, I think it's especially because we're on a border town, it, it can be very confusing because there are a mm-hmm. lot of people that are that like work across the river from where they live or they do a lot of business, uh, wherever their business is, is, um, is actually uh, located, you know, officially located. There's just, there's a lot of cross, um, cross border activity. And mm-hmm. it's really nice to be able to, um, it's, it's nice to be able to kind of demystify that and, uh, and de- like take, take the curtain down a little bit. So um, how would you say, I guess, stemming off of committees, right? Because I've, I've had actually, I've had some clients that have been on um, members of the Human Rights Commission. Um, I have some friends who have taken part in the Arts um, arts Commission or Arts uh, Committee. What, besides, besides those committees, right? Besides that piece, what other volunteer opportunities are available for someone who is complete like wants to get involved but like I don't even know where to start and I don't even know who to who to start to talk to right like so would going to a meeting that interests you would that be like are the committee meetings open open to the public also so you could like sit in and kind of see how it works and okay yep all of those committee meetings are also public um I believe they are all streamed so you should be able to see any of them Um, If you know somebody who's on the committee, I mean, that's a great place to start. Or if you just want to show up and say, hey, I'm interested, or just kind of see what happens. Um, You know, there's there's other ways to get involved, too, that aren't necessarily um, like a a committee, but are still benefiting your community. Um, Thinking about like parks, for example. we have partnership with our river keepers and that's another great way where they are taking care of Moorhead rivers and, and parks and, and bodies of water. Um, and that's another great way to, to get involved in your community. It doesn't have to be a government necessarily a committee. Um, but if there's a particular interest or an area of interest that you have, you know, you can go online and see who's on all of these boards and you can email them and just say like, hey, I'd love to get to know more about what you do. Um, there are city council members in Moorhead who are on all of these different boards. Uh, they're always good people to ask if you're just like, I want to get involved, but 
I don't know how. Um, give them ideas of what you're interested in. I uh, have a friend that I was talking with a couple weeks ago uh, who said, you know, I'm really interested in biking in the city and making more bike lanes and bike paths available to people. Um, and so I was like, hey, I know a city council member who's also very interested in that topic and was able to connect them and um, and now they can start having those conversations and plug them in into the ways that, um, you know, what, what projects are happening now or what plans do we have for the future? Who do we talk to about this? Is it the planning committee? Do we talk to uh, city streets department? Like, who are the people that are making these decisions? Um, and also, like, who are the people that are asking for grants and funding? And, like, what are those opportunities that we have? Um, so. One, the way that I got involved in the city, I was actually a few years back, I was part of the Chambers Leadership Program, and we had these uh, community change initiative projects that we were supposed to do. And my idea for a way that I wanted to make a change in the community was bringing uh, single sort recycling to our commercial customers in the city. Um, and at the time I was like, I don't care if I work with Fargo or Moorhead or whoever, just kind of whoever's interested in this project. Uh, so I ended up getting connected with Steve Moore, who was the uh, public works director in Moorhead at the time. And he was like, you know, this is something that I've been thinking about and have a lot of interest in. We just got our residential commercial or residential single store recycling up and running a couple of years ago and people are really into it. Uh, you know, and this, you coming and talking to me was kind of the kick in the pants that I needed to, you know, get serious about this commercial side of it. And it, just from having that one conversation and saying, basically raising my hand, being like, I want to help. Let me know what to do. What, what will be helpful to you? Um, we were able to get the ball rolling and um, worked with the city to have a pilot program for commercial single sort recycling. So I went into it with just an idea and zero idea of how to get there, right? I was like, okay, I wanna see this happen because I think it's important. I don't know how to do that, but I have the desire to make it happen. Reached out, found a person who was also interested in doing that and someone who actually has the know-how and was able to partner with them and, and do some of the work that, um, he and his team didn't have the bandwidth for. So volunteered some time, my group volunteered our time uh, and we made something really incredible happen and, and made a big shift for the city and for sustainability. Um, so to me, that was like really eye-opening to see how kind of easy it was to make a change and to like make a difference, just being one person with an idea. Um, so I think, you know, I really encourage people, if you have an idea, if there's something that's been bugging you or something you're really passionate about, just kind of start digging and, and talking to people about it because, you know, especially around here in Fargo-Moorhead, where we're kind of a small, big town in a way where everybody knows everybody somehow, like you're going to get connected with somebody that can help you or someone else who's passionate about that. Um, so don't be afraid to just raise your hand and say, I want to do this. Well, and that's, I'm, I was really interested. That was, that was going to be one of my questions, how you got into to local politics, but 
um, because you were in it. There's a lot of transferable skills that employers uh, love, right? Um, by their employees taking part in committees or um, local politics, just in general, or um, anything to be a more active member, uh, you know, a more active citizen in their community, because you had to do, you know, like, you have to show research, you have to, um, like, have, like, make a vision, right, you have to talk to people, you have to, like, um, cr like, create coalitions of, of a certain extent, you have to be able to, like, speak and write clearly, and you have those, um, you have those, like, that opportunity by doing something that you're passionate about, right? Like most people don't have to do this when you're done with school, right? Like this is, this is, this is something that as adults, we, we don't ever have to do, but it's something that we, if, if you do, right, if you take that extra little bit of initiative, it really like it's, it can transform like the trajectory of your impact on your community, right? Like you're not just, I look at it as being like, um, an inhabitant, right. Or, or someone who like, there's someone who lives in a city and then there's a citizen of a city, right. Like, and, a, and I, and I feel like serving something bigger than yourself, like that's a core value of, of nine, four coaching and serving something bigger than yourself can be helping out a neighbor. It can be, you know, helping out, uh, you know, a school, it can be helping out a city, it can be helping out your County. Um, and I, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of power in, in taking the initiative and like taking the, what potentially might be like a scary step into service, right? How, how, besides like that incredible feeling of empowerment, getting that single sort, uh, recycling on a commercial, uh, uh, for commercial properties in, in Moorhead, like what other transferable, superpowers for lack of a better term, you know, have you experienced or have you seen in like friends of yours um, um, or, or, or like people in your life? I think one of the things that has been most rewarding and kind of exciting with, you know, getting involved is meeting so many other people who are interested in serving and, um, realizing that there's people out there that want to help and can make things happen. And it, you know, problems aren't as insurmountable as we think they are when we have other people who are going to join us and, and help us out. Um, I was last night actually had, had dinner with, um, my husband's, uh, grandma and, um, her brother and sister-in-law. And, and we were talking a little bit about council and things. And um, one of them was saying how their community that they moved into years ago uh, was a new development and they only had gravel roads. And uh, they really wanted to have, you know, have them be paved and have, have them be asphalt roads and not just have gravel forever. Um, and so they reached out to the city and found out how much money it was going to cost um, and said, you know what, if I can get my neighbors to pay for half of that, will you build the road for us? Will the city cover half if we cover half? And 
she went around to all of her neighbors in this development and asked every single one of them if they would pay their share for this road to happen. And she was able to get all of her neighbors to work over the money so that they could have this road that would benefit all of them. Um, and then it happened and they were able to use the funds for some other neighborhood amenities too. Um, but, you know, having that one person that's going to say, you know what, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to try. I'm going to see what I can accomplish and see if I can get other people to rally around me and be excited about this too. Um, you know, someone who doesn't know anything about paving roads and doesn't have hundreds of thousands of dollars on their own to make it happen uh, was able to just uh, put in a little bit of elbow grease and, and faith and, and work uh, <laughs> talking with people and made something pretty incredible happen for her and all of her neighbors. So that's just another example of like, you know, sometimes it's just trying it out, stepping up and, and saying that you have an idea or you're passionate about making something happen. That's, uh, I, I can imagine it's easier to do and it's easier and it's harder to do. Like, in a, I'm from a rural, like rural North Dakota. Um, but I, like I, when you told that story, like I could picture, I could picture people like from my hometown or like the, you know, the outlying County that like, oh yeah, I could see that. And those are, those are like spark plugs for an entire community mm-hmm. and, and like being able to, I feel like local politics is like the outdoors, you know, people, you can see it, it affects you, but like, they don't, they don't know how to like, take that first, like take that first step. And I think this episode is, is highlighting just a ton of ways that people can start like tiptoeing into local politics, not to upgrade their status, but to make a meaningful improvement and change in their actual community. Right. Like, and uh, one of the, one of the big, um, like one of the big anchor points just in like my life's mission is to help like build, like the reason that I'm, I'm doing movement is because people that feel strong do things. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so people that, that feel like, they feel like they have physical strength. They want, they want to like, they're more active, right? They go outside, they see their neighbors They're If you're able to, you know, if you're able to pull your garbage bin down to the end of your driveway, you're more apt to like see your neighbors doing it because everybody's got garbage day on the same day. And then all of a sudden you you're chit-chatting and you're talking about similar things because everybody lives in the same neighborhood. And so I think we could probably talk forever about, about this and the importance of it. What's we have elections coming up um, and we're kind of bumping up on time. We're getting close to that. So what besides joining the committees and, and, and like I think those are all really super solid um, encourage like encouragement for people to do that or, that are passionate about certain aspects of their community that they want to make better um, what what's a like what is a way for people who are interested in either if we're running for offices, if we're running for stuff, that ship is sailed and it'll be like the next <laughs> election cycle for sure. But, but for someone who wants to get like inch into 
taking part in the election process or taking part in um, in future election cycles, right? Because right now, you know, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second time, second best time is right now. Best time to to get interested in politics is after the last election cycle. And now this is, if you're interested now, well, then you can at least prep for the next election cycle or see what that looks like. How can people, like what's available between now and November to really like people can take action on kind of light a fire? Yeah. Oh, so many things. Um, so one way that's that people I think don't really know is a thing, but everyone sees them. So you have an opportunity to be an election judge and volunteer some time there. That's something that I actually did when I was in high school. So you can, I think you can be 16 and be an election judge. And what that means is that you are one of the people that helps people get their ballots, takes their names, puts the ballots in the machine, makes sure that everything runs smoothly, right? So these people are super important to having fair elections. Um, but it's just a one-day commitment. You don't have to, you know, campaign or anything. You don't have to sign your life away. It's just a one-day thing. So you sign up. Um, you go through some training and then you, uh, you get to be there and you get to meet all kinds of people who are in your neighborhood and see them and, and help make sure that they um, are registered and know how to vote and can vote and all of those things. Um, and that, that's a really unique and um, rewarding experience to be a part of that and know that you had a piece in that, in that puzzle and making sure that, that, that um, everybody had an opportunity to have their voice heard. Other things you can do if you have a favorite candidate, they are absolutely looking for volunteers. They're looking for volunteers. They're looking for people who can donate their money. Um, so if you wanna, if you can send your favorite candidate some money, that helps them uh, so that they can uh, create yard signs and flyers and you know, anything else that they need so that they can go door knocking and reach more voters and talk to people. Um, that's always, you know, money is great and early money is best because if you give them money two days before the election, it's too late for them to do anything with it. Um, they need those dollars as early as possible. You can also be a door knocker for them. So going out and walking through the neighborhood and talking with your neighbors about and finding out what's important to your neighbors. What are they looking for? Um, what do they care about? Uh, you can also write postcards. So if you are an introvert and you do not want to go talk to people, you can write postcards <laughs> for a candidate and just let people know like, hey, election day is coming up. Here's where you vote or love to see you out there. Um, people need reminders. Not everybody is thinking about the election all the time. Not everybody is super plugged into uh, the media or you know, being online. Not everybody is really that aware of what's happening. So sometimes they need those like in your face reminders. Um, you can also be someone who volunteers to drive people to their polling place. Um, there's all kinds of ways that you can, you can help out um, that aren't super big time commitments. Um, what else? So 
one one kind of disclaimer that I that I wanted to kind of add in there too. So people are often afraid to talk about politics or like politics seems like a scary thing to get into right now. Um, but thinking about local elections and local politics, thinking about getting on a, a committee or volunteering your time for a candidate or, um, you know, just, just getting involved in some way. Local politics aren't like national politics. Um, it's more about getting to know your neighbors and, and helping each other make things better for your neighborhood and for your community. Um, so don't, don't be scared because of, you know, what you see in the media or worrying that, you know, you're going to be in fights with people all the time or um, there's, there can be conflict, definitely, but there's conflict everywhere. Um, but local politics is really about people doing their best to make their community a great place to live. And that, I think that's really important. And I think um, there, so Brene Brown, and I, I think there's a lot of people, but like, you can't hate people up close. It's very difficult. Right. And so the, the closer we are to even the people that we have conflict with or, or don't necessarily agree on everything with, which mm-hmm. is everybody, right? Nobody fully agrees with everything. Um, it, it also gives us an opportunity to listen to each other and like be friends mm-hmm. with people who don't have a hundred percent overlap in, in all of our, um, in all of our thinking. And it gives us a really good opportunity to learn from each other because the, the one thing about local politics is it all affects where we live. Right. So like, mm-hmm at at everyone's core regardless of what side of the aisle you fall on or like what what people are trying to do everyone's just trying to create a better place to live right for everybody so i I think that was a really important disclaimer um the last thing that i have is how so i just want to become a more educated voter right like maybe that's maybe that's the 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 entrance point um because I, I think there there are a lot of people too that are like, I, I haven't been really paying attention, so I'm not going to go vote this year, right? And then they're not going to go vote the next year because it's, it's the same excuse, right? And it's up until election day, it's, it's never too late, right? There's always, um, you can, I want to say that the, um, the ballots have to be p- released publicly, right? Before election day and, and, and there's, a lot of um, a lot of organizations or clubs that'll have actually have like candidate forums, mm-hmm. so you can get to know about the candidates. And I want to say those were um, those are printed somewhere too, or generally speaking. What's uh, if I want to become like a more educated voter? How what is what are some really easy ways to do that? Yeah. So here locally, usually our newspaper will do candidate forums and kind of give you a little bit of a rundown of each of the candidates. Um, the Chamber of Commerce also does that. And that's a, a, a great service that they do. Um, there's tends to be a little bit with a, a business angle to it, uh, but it's another op- opportunity to learn about the candidates who are running locally. Um, you're Secretary of State's website will give you an opportunity to look at your ballot before you go to vote so you can see exactly who's on there. 
um, who's running against each other. So you can see your primary ballot, you can see the general election ballot. Um, that's a good way. So if you, let's say you haven't found any information, you know, from a candidate forum, um, you can go through and Google their names and find their website. Uh, also, the League of Women Voters does candidate forums each year, and those are a really great way to get to know the candidates. Uh, so they each have an opportunity to speak in their forums. Um, so you can hear how they are, um, you know, kinds of things that are important to them, the ways that, that they talk about things. Um, and then, you know, like, honestly, if you have questions for any of them, reach out to them. Pretty much everybody's got social media, they have a website, they have email. If there's something specific that you're wondering about a candidate, reach out to them. And then, you know, seeing how they respond, that's a great uh, kind of like predictive way to see how they're going to respond as an elected official. Um, so don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, candidates are not, they're not as like untouchable as they might seem. Like they, again, they want to hear from you too. They want to know what the voters are thinking about. Uh, what do they, what do they care about? What do they want? Um, how can they be a better candidate? Uh, so yeah, definitely look in those places, the League of Women Voters, the Forum locally, or Chamber of Commerce. Um, they all do a pretty good rundown of, of all the candidates and makes it super easy to just <laughs> read through and, and compare. Yeah, it seems like the theme of the day has just been like take initiative because there's like, just take that first step because it's it's, it's all downhill from there. Right. Like yeah. it, it, especially like going to a meeting, just show up. Right. Yeah. Um, you're interested in becoming more educated, just like go to the website. Um, and voting is open book. So if you need to take <laughs> notes on the candidates and like bring your notes with you to the polls, like you can do that. And that's good. So, uh, being a former election judge like that, I didn't know that. So I didn't know you could bring in anything like that. So it makes complete sense, which I'm a huge fan. Um, what have, like, what haven't we talked about? What have I missed? Um, we'll obviously how, whatever questions we get from this episode, uh, we'll open a forum and, and, um, and we'll take a bunch of questions and, and that can drive our next, uh, local politics episode. Um, what, what else do you want to like, what's, what's the one thing that you want to talk about? Um, okay. So a couple of things, if you are thinking about becoming a candidate yourself, uh, whether you want to run for board or commission, council, any of those things, mayor, um, I would recommend finding people locally that you think they're doing a really good job and you want to learn more from them and reach out to them and just say, hey, I'm interested in learning more about what it takes to be a candidate or what you went through. Um, that's a great insight into what, what it's like to be in those positions. Um, and maybe by talking with that person, you go, actually, I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> or you're like, you know what? I think I would be a really good fit here. I think I could do a good job. Um, don't be afraid to talk to people. Um, again, email them, call them, any of those things. And then um, for women in particular, I went through a program called She Should Run, and it was a, a virtual cohort of women all across the country. Um, and it was, I don't know, seven weeks, I think. 
And it really taught me how to be a candidate and what I needed to know to um, to start a campaign and understand what my platform could be um, and kind of get get my feet wet a little bit. But the biggest um, takeaway that I found from that course was I was surrounded by so many women who were incredibly smart and talented and had great experience, women who had you know, PhDs in political science or who were lawyers already. Um, and when I asked them when they were going to run, they always said, well, maybe in five years, maybe in two years, maybe, I don't know, seven or 10 years. Nobody ever felt like they were ready. But I like to tell people, if you care, you're qualified. And that's really what it takes. So if you feel that you are called to run, start learning about it and just go and believe in yourself. Take that initiative. Um, find people who can rally around you. Uh, don't wait until you feel like you have every qualification box checked because there's no such list. That's not a thing. Um, everybody has different qualifications. Everybody brings different experience to the table. That's, that's huge. That's, um, and that's like, honestly, that could probably be an entire episode is, is talking about, uh, like how to prepare yourself to, to like be a candidate. And I love that. It's, um, I think we hit everything from how to like get involved as a citizen to how to get involved as uh, a voter, to how to get involved as as a volunteer, and then like creeping up on, look, if you care, you're qualified to, to step into the ring. So uh, this is fantastic, Laura. I'm super glad that we were able to talk about something that I'm interested, like, I, once again, it's something that like, I don't, I know enough to be dangerous, but you <laughs> have, a, you have a lot of experience in, and I, I don't know, I really enjoy demystifying things that, um, demystifying things that are important, but people don't know necessarily know why, right? Um, local politics, um, relating with people in your organization, like having a good workplace, like these are just important things that seem like behind this green curtain of Oz and, and you're just able to like, I just appreciate how you're able to just to like break it down and make it approachable, right? Like you are a city council person in Moorhead, Minnesota, right? You're, but like, you're a regular human being, you know? And yep. so to, to be, to be a, like to humanize that position, I think is, is super important for future, you know, our future, future local political leaders. And so I just like, appreciate that as well. Well, thank you for inviting me to the conversation and for any of your listeners, if they have a question, they can reach me at laura.caroon at cityofmoorhead.com. Awesome. So. I, I love that. Um, Cool. Well, if, if anybody does have any of those questions, please shoot them to Laura. Um, if you have any questions or comments, please send those to at nine, four coaching, uh, all spelled out on Instagram and we will 1000% uh, incorporate them into our next episode specifically about local politics. And if there's anything that you want Laura and I to tackle, uh, send those to us as well. Cause we're, we're trying to figure, figure out our next one, our, our next office visits. So with that, Laura, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Sarah.